Right now, it's time for the Way Black History Fact. And today's Way Black History Fact is sponsored by Underground Beach Club. From the streets to the beach, for the latest in beachwear, visit undergroundbeachclub.com. All right, we're going to talk about America's dirty secret. Ooh. The forced breeding of enslaved people for profit. So you know all about slaves getting whipped and beaten and stripped of their names and they had to work short, hard lives from when they were old enough to walk until they dropped dead. But did you know that they were bred? Here we go. This uh, was written by a person, first person perspective from a guy named William Spivey, if you want to check it out. Um, I'm pulling bits and pieces just because it's a longer uh, read, but this is what I'm able to share. I've been writing about America's slave breeding farms for years. Over time, I've not only gained additional knowledge, but perspective. As in many investigations, the best way to understand is to follow the money. At the same time, racism is a major factor in the treatment of enslaved people. It's always been about the enrichment of others. The form of chattel slavery practiced in America was different and far more insidious than, the, than that practiced in most countries. Almost everywhere else, slavery was for a limited term, and if not, the children of enslaved people were born free. They didn't do anything wrong. All right. Uh, in 1662, the Virginia House of Burgess instituted a practice that soon became law throughout the colonies. Partus Sequitur Ventrim dictated that any child born to an enslaved person follows the mother's bloodline, deviating from past practices of following the father's bloodline. This had the dual effect of perpetuating slavery through generations of black people and absolving fathers, many of them white, of any responsibility. It effectively made the rape of enslaved women by their owners legal and removed any father's obligation to care for or even acknowledge their children. Okay, where are the deadbeat dads? I'm sorry, that's a different conversation. All right, let's get back to it. All right, before 1676, there wasn't even a thing called the white race. Then Nathaniel Bacon, a wealthy white property owner, led a coalition of white and black indentured servants and black enslaved people in an attack on the Virginia government and Native American tribes whose land Bacon wanted. The fear of indentured servants and enslaved people joining together by class against the elite struck fear into white hearts and minds. Indentured servitude was dumped in favor of slavery. It was more profitable and the black enslaved were more readily identifiable, which helped keep them in place. Thomas Jefferson became president in 1801 and was still in office when the 20-year ban on ending the international slave trade expired. Virginia plantation owners and other owners had the new problem of meeting the increased demand. Cotton, sugar, and rice still demanded manual labor, and one primary source had been cut off. The solution was to increase the production of domestic enslaved people, which meant slaves having more babies, since they couldn't bring them by boat anymore. That the number of children born to enslaved people went way up is well documented. Many historians and educators attribute it to a natural increase, as if black slaves arbitrarily decided to have more children. The ugly truth is that the masters forcibly bred their female slaves, often pairing them with large, strong males to produce good workers. The larger the child, the better the market price. Other children resulted from female enslaved people being raped by their white owners or their friends and family. There was a separate market for lighter-skinned slaves who could work as house servants and sometimes as fancies, which is a more pleasant word for prostitutes. Not only was the rape of black women about power and pleasure, but to the owners, it was also a good business practice. America does not generally teach about the practice of slave breeding in its schools. It excuses those who were simply following the practice of the times. There has been no offer of restitution or reparation to black descendants. It was something preferred, forgotten, or better yet, not ever known. 